Welcome to this bonus episode of the Rooted and Reaching podcast, one that we call Three Questions. I'm Dean Proctor, the pastoral team lead at First Baptist Church, Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island. And in today's bonus podcast episode, we're going to be hearing from another ministry leader at FBC who will share with us their heart for God's kingdom and specifically how they're striving to serve others in the name of Jesus through the ministry of FBC Charlottetown. Now, here's the first of today's three questions. Why would someone think it's important to be part of rebooting a college and careers aged ministry in a church? That's the first question we're going to be asking Kayla Delaney tonight. Kayla joins us, a a longtime member, very longtime member at First Baptist Church. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so so good to have you here uh, with us, Kayla. Yeah, so recently, you know, at first we did a lot of work in revisioning and rebooting uh, what has become our college and careers age ministry. And you were really important to that process. Um, and, And so I was actually wanting to hear why you thought that was an important thing to be part of? Um, I think because like our ministry is growing so much, like we have more young adults joining the church. We have more people interested in being parts of these things. And I think um, there's just a recognition of how important community is. And I don't know if that's been, I've realized that more as I've gotten older, or if this is one of those things that um, again, like since COVID, where you know everyone was kind of isolating so when we had the opportunity to meet again and to be part of these things um it was exciting and so you know to be able to be part of helping to rebuild this and kind of have these ideas and these visions for this ministry um you know it's been exciting and i think um, I felt when when I became a part of this that if I was craving it this much, if I was, you know, wanting to dive deeper and be able to connect with people my age who were pursuing their faith and their relationship with God, um, you know, I can't be the only person. So, you know, it's it's exciting to be a part of. And I think, you know, with that passion, um, I think you're given that passion about things that are important. And uh, this is one of those things. So you know, it was a months-long process, and uh, and you were very faithful in that, leading a couple of the discussions for us, actually keeping us moving forward. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm I'm really grateful for just your contribution to that, and uh, and the heart behind it. Uh, um, this wasn't one of the questions, but when it came to our youth and our college and careers, you were speaking into both at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, because of, kind of you're in kind of a unique place as uh, in your life where where you have uh, uh, your family is impacted by both sides of that. Mm-hmm. So I again, you were uh, asking the right questions because you were coming at it not only from a, a parent standpoint, but from a, a personal standpoint, a, a, an experience standpoint from uh, what things uh, had come your way in in college and careers age ministry previous, the things we want to avoid, the things we want to repeat. And um, so, yeah, I was, I was really glad that you, you were going to be part of that. Uh, so my, my next question for you has to do with sort of the worldview, because uh, I, I don't like when people say all millennials think this way or all boomers think <laughs> that way. I th- that's not true. Um, so I, I'm not asking you to speak for every millennial that was ever born, but uh <laughs> 
but since that's your your demographic, that's your you know your uh, uh, worldview, how can a church like First Baptist Church Charlottetown uh, continue to respond to the changes, uh, the attitudes, the worldviews of, of folks like yourself that fall into the millennial generation? It's a very specific uh, um, group of people with very specific wants and needs. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of picky. <laughs> So how does a um, church like First continue to respond in a in a timely and an effective way? I think there is a bit of that, like as far as it goes with like worldviews and beliefs and all of these things. Like um, for me personally, I guess I've recognized there's so many like gray areas, I call them in faith and in Christianity, these, you know, um questions and opinions where there may be more than one answer and there may be more than one opinion and um I've always felt with relationships that I've had within the church um with people who are of older generations than myself or (laughs) different demographics and stuff like that I think one of the things I've appreciated so much in our church community um is that there's this freedom and this um ability to recognize that no one has all of the answers um we're able to have different views on things we're able to have different opinions at the end of the day you know we all believe in the same god we have the same core values um and and those are the things that are important and everything else there's this opportunity to have discussion um and i know for me that's been like a great way for for my faith to grow because it's um given me yeah, different things to think about and um, different, yeah, different perspectives. Um, and, you know, I think like with, uh, with my generation, just, um, you know, an excitement about being involved in the church and an openness to, uh, yeah, to welcome us with open arms and, you know, all these different things <laughs> we had conversations about you know, our beliefs and worldviews and how, you know, some of these things may have changed over the past, you know, 10, 15, 20 years and how does faith fit into those things. And, um, you know, even with scheduling and getting together and all of these things, like, you know, we're very much a generation of, I want to be there, but I won't commit to it. And uh, <laughs> how do we allow Which is awesome to- for planning purposes, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of that, like, am I going to show up for this uh, this meeting with Dean or not tonight? Like, we'll just leave him hanging and make it last minute. Um, but there has been, you know, just this ability to say, um, you know, yeah, like, let's try these different things. And if you can show up this week, great. And next week, we'll schedule it at a different time to see if other people can make it. And, you know, if you want to show up last minute, uh, go ahead. And if you want to let us know in advance, go ahead. and. I think as a church, just this um, flexibility to uh, like accommodate that or accept that that's just the way that we are mm. um, and an excitement when someone does show up last minute to be like, this is great. We have another person as opposed to, oh, we didn't have that person included in our numbers. And yeah. I think that's really the way to get my generation to show up and to be excited because uh, the reality is like just the way that we're going to be with showing up for these things. (laughs) So I'm hearing you say just, you know, an inherent flexibility, uh, not being so rigid 
in uh, how we how we carry out uh, tasks in the church, how we schedule and plan different things. Um, you know, one of the things I've found uh, too, and and we're trying to make this as much of a part of our ministry as we can, is that there was an entire generation that never was really taught how to to talk about their faith and never told that it was okay to ask questions about faith, um, mm-hmm. to express a doubt, to express a disagreement. Um, and, and, you know, in the particular generation to which you belong, it's like the absolute opposite. It's like, we want to talk about everything. We want to dissect mm-hmm. uh, everything. And if the church is not prepared to um, enter into those conversations, if it's if I'm if I'm as a pastor or we as church leaders are going to take offense to Kayla going, why did we do it that way? Yeah. Um, we're not going to get very far with people your age, are we? No, and I think like, I mean, maybe this is just me. I'm assuming it's more than just me, but there's this ability to like, I'm okay if you don't have the answers, but. I also want to be able to have the conversation. Like, do you have a perspective on it? Do you have an idea? Do you have absolutely no clue? Um, You know, can we, can I ask this question and you can come back a week or two later and maybe have an explanation or, you know, have more thoughts behind it. Um, But yeah, I think, you know, if there's, if there's no flexibility or openness to have these conversations, I think like for me, like I feel kind of shut down and then it's like, okay, well, I'll just, keep these thoughts to myself and I think that's when you stop people from growing in their faith and growing in their relationships but when you have that um that kind of environment that allows people to feel that they can express their thoughts and opinions and ask the questions that's when that's when you get people connected and really involved yeah you know the 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 church trends they talk about moving out of rows sitting in rows and moving into circles um, mm-hmm. where, where more interaction and crosstalk and peer-to-peer encouragement happens. That's not how, you know, church was done for hundreds <laughs> and hundreds and hundreds of years. It was sit down, face front, be quiet, and listen to the talking head at the top, uh, you know, at the front. Um, where now it's like, no, we want to actually, let's, let's debate this. Let's, let's, you know, let me, okay, stop there, what you're saying, because I don't quite get what you're saying. And, and having that type of engagement um, is I'm, I'm hearing one way that the church can respond to, to the specific needs. Yeah, I think that's a really cool idea, honestly. Even uh, classes that I would have in university, we would have like, um, you know, our profs would say, okay, we are going to have a roundtable discussion and you would show up and they would have you sitting in a big circle and the conversations that we would have were, um, you know, yeah, you would have a class that was a conversation and you would learn so much because you'd hear everyone's opinions and everyone's perspectives. And sometimes you'd agree and sometimes you disagree. And sometimes the teacher is like, okay, we're getting way off topic, like <laughs> rein it back in. Yep. But you'd have these incredible conversations. And I think it's a really great way to make everyone feel that they're a part of it. And, uh, you know, you, you have a place in that circle, like you're part of that community, you're part of that conversation, even if you you know, aren't someone who's as outspoken and uh, actively like involved in the conversation, you're still part of that. Mm. And I think that's a really cool way to to have it, conversation, to have church. <laughs> it's a, like a new, yeah, it's a different way to go about, to go about doing church and I'm here for it. So um, l- look for us to be even more creative than we've been uh, recently. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. I want to end with a kind of a personal question here. This is our third question. Um, and Maybe I'm assuming something, or maybe you can correct me on it, but I feel like there were some 
lean years uh, at First Charlottetown when it came to there being people your age and stage? Um, mm -hmm. Maybe not a lot of people that, you know, looked like you, thought like you. Um, what kept you with us? Yeah, this one I really, um, I did have to think about because there were times that um, for Trent and I, we had conversations about, you know, is first the place for us? Like, do we feel that we're growing and we're learning? Um, you know, and part of it, honestly, was uh, with having Lexi and Cohen, what was best for them? Yeah. Um, and, you know, we did, like, we took them to a couple other places. And when it came to their excitement about church, like, first was the place for them. Mm -hmm. um, and, and for us, it was like, okay, like, I felt that, it was beyond just the kids excitement that like first was the place they wanted to be. I felt like, okay, no, like this is where we should be. Um, and I do think, you know, you, you get from the church, what you put into it in, in some capacity. I don't think everyone has to be, you know, actively involved in all these boards or volunteering right. <laughs> or these different things. But I think part of it is like, you know, church is family. Um, you know, when it comes to family, like there's good years and there's bad years and there's times where it's easy and there's times where it's tough, right? Like I think about like wedding vows, honestly. Um, <laughs> for and, better or yeah, for so, worse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so it wasn't always, you know, like, yeah, I'm really excited to go to church this week. And there were times where it was tough. And, um, you know, even outside of the church, we had to say, okay, like, what are we going to do to continue to grow our faith and prioritize it? Um but also I've just always had this like I don't want to say gut feeling because like I, I don't think God gives the gut feeling but like this real like this real hope and this real optimism and I felt it growing more and more recently that like there's just so many good things in store for our church and for um you know for this ministry that you know that I'm involved in this college and careers group where yeah there were some years where we did not have a lot of people my age my stage who we're at the church, but we see those numbers increasing. And with the numbers increasing, there's, you know, opportunities for small groups and lunchings and days at the park and at the beach and these different like exciting events that we can have. So um, yeah, I think part of it was just this recognition that like, you know, sometimes you have to tough out the rough times to really be able to get through to the good times and knowing that, you know, it's not, um, you know, sometimes, when you're in a tough period, you can look at, you know, other churches or other places and think like, oh, wow, they, they have it all together. Like that is the place <laughs> to be. Um, <laughs> right. But, you know, it hasn't always been like sunshine and rainbows either. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just really like, you know, we like, I definitely had periods where I like prayerfully considered where, like where home should be for me with my faith. And um, you know, first has always been home. Like I'm an aged member at this point and, uh, <laughs> you know, but I, yeah, I think there's a reason that, you know, this church has been my home and why I've never really felt like, okay, it's time to, to move on. Like I've always come back to first. Um, and so, yeah, I just feel that there's like these really incredible things in store for this ministry and for, for my age group and I'm really excited to to be a part of that and to see that happen and to really see like how God's gonna work uh, yeah let me just be really plain and, and and clear about this you are super important uh to the ministries that are happening uh in our church right now um and you just you just uh kind of 
lived out in real time on this podcast, the, the very things we've been talking about, which is let's, let's be authentic. Let's be real. Let's talk about what we need to talk about and, and admit when it was not great and celebrate when it was great, but let's not just pretend that everything is ducky um, when, when it's not. And you just were about as authentic as a person can be. So I really <laughs> appreciate that. I really do. And, and I just, uh, and I appreciate you and the way that you serve uh, Jesus in our church. Thanks for doing this. You've been listening to the Rooted and Reaching podcast, a weekly ministry of First Baptist Church in Charlottetown, PEI, Canada. Our theme music is inspired by Ben Sound. For more information or to support the ministries of FBC Charlottetown, please visit our website, myfbc.ca, today. If you found the content of today's podcast encouraging, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and drop us a comment. In addition, consider sharing today's Rooted and Reaching podcast with at least one other person this week who might be blessed through it or become better biblically rooted through it. Until next time, thank you for listening.